0: 1380 KCIM Sports presents KCIM Sports Rewind. A look back at the week in high school sports, brought to you by St. Anthony Rehab Services. Here's Sports Director Jeff Blankman, John Ryan, and Jeff Honnold.
1: It is a Tuesday morning as we head into week eight of the high school football season. Keep thinking it's week nine because it's the last week of the regular season for eight of our nine schools, and if you're a junior high, high school, college, or adult athlete who wants to maximize your sports performance, St. Anthony's Sports Performance Program is for you. Any athlete who demands power and strength can benefit from the eight-week program. Call 794-5241 so you can be your best preseason, in-season, or off-season. John Ryan gone today, but uh, joining me on the phone here today is Mr. Jeff Honnold, and Jeff, on the road today, I think...
0: Yeah, I'm on the road a little bit, can you turned me up just a freckle. Oh, I can't hear you, but uh I'm playing Jeff over today. I don't know. to turn to the road.
1: Uh, not to be Well, I I can't turn me up anymore, Jeff, or the station's gonna blow up because I got me as loud as I can go.
0: We'll get, we'll get to the spot here pretty I can hear you, but we'll get to the spot here pretty good so
1: I can hear you pretty good. All right, so Jeff again on the road today, folks. We're going to start off and uh, stuff with the uh, cross country. Uh, had uh, the Western Iowa Conference meet last night uh, down in uh, Trainer. Uh, both Audubon and I.K. Manning doing very well. I.K. Manning doing outstanding. The boys bringing home the championship last night uh, as a team. Caden Keller also finishing up as the individual champion winning it by a minute and fifteen he just missed the ICAM Manning school record held by Quentin Dreyer uh, by uh, less than a second or uh, right around a second last night so uh, he continues to be dominant but that whole boys team right now is running extremely well the girls also finishing up in second place yesterday uh, two runners in the top 10 they're really deep this year as well but Taylor Beckendorf and Emily Albertson Reagan Garrison having really good runs for them yesterday with Beckendorf and Albertson both finishing uh, in the top 10. So congratulations uh, goes out to IKM. And Steph Beiswinger uh, from Audubon uh, had a top five finish yesterday on the girls side of things. She continues her outstanding year. And, and Jeff, the regular season beginning to wind down uh, in cross country as well. I know East and South Central Calhoun have the uh, conference meet coming up Saturday. Kemper heads down to uh, Harlan on Thursday uh, for their conference meet. Uh, and then uh, Next uh, Thursday uh, is uh, going to be uh, the uh, um, state qualifying meet. So, so Jeff, hard to believe that uh, state cross-country is coming up, but, man, we've had a really good cross-country season.
0: You know, it amazes me these kids can do that kind of stuff. I struggle to walk five miles, let alone <laughs> run it, and the times they do. And, you know, you, you listen to those times, and, and the kids you have here, boy, they've been performing well across the board. I think there's a lot of good good cross-country runners we have here again it just amazes me i can't i can't walk and chew gum these guys are running miles
1: i tell you what you're right the depth that we have this year south central and esac both ran over at uh OABCAG yesterday got a chance to go over there. Jeff Storyhan went along as well, so we've got some great photos from him uh, up on the uh, radio station's uh, Carol Broadcasting Sports Network Facebook page, and also on our website. We'll get some up on Instagram today as well, but uh, ESAC boys have been really, really good this year. Parker Engel and Isaiah Aragon uh, both finishing in the top ten. They went 3-7 uh, and 11 with their top three runners yesterday uh, to take second place, uh, and then South Central California Calhoun Chloe Judish continues to run really well. Uh, she finished up in fifth place uh, you know, on the girls' side of things. Iris Melody would have probably medaled yesterday, but uh, ended up having to step off of the course um, due to some injury issues and stuff, so hopefully she'll be healthy for this weekend. And then Tristan Blair coming back for the South Central Calhoun boys, battled some injuries early in the year, um, wasn't able to run, but uh, now healthy and has been running for a couple of weeks and feels like he's starting to get into the shape. But Jeff, you mentioned the depth that we have. I've got 13 names that I'm just going to run off that, uh, probably qualify for state or have a really, really good chance to qualify for state next Thursday. Um, Parker Engel and Isaiah Aragon from the Sac Boys. Uh, Caden Keller, Lane Sams from the ICam Manning Boys. Taylor Beckendorf, Emily Albertson from the uh, ICam Manning Girls. Uh, you've got Ryan North and Jacob Graving from the Kemper Boys. Marie Day and Julia Canney uh, from the Kemper Girls. Steph Bicewinger from Audubon. And then Chloe Judish and Iris Melody from the South Central Calhoun Girls team. So uh, if we can even get three-quarters of that or two-thirds of those kids up to the, the state meet up in Fort Dodge this year, uh, that'd be the most kids that we've sent to state uh, not sending a whole team. Uh, and We've got some teams. I think the ICAM Manning boys and girls have a chance as a team. I think the uh, ESAC boys have a chance as a, as a team. So uh, we could send more kids to the state meet this year than we've ever had in, in, since I've been here in 20 years.
0: Yeah, you know, and they've been running really well. If you look at the ICAM Manning, I mean, you've been talking about them all year, and then, of course, Chloe Judy, uh We've known her since she was uh, a wee little one. <laughs> she still a wee little one in our mind. But yeah. uh, you know that girl doesn't surprise me. Surprised me, she doesn't like rip somebody's heart out when she's running. She's so competitive. <laughs> but uh, you know, it would be a lot of fun, especially for you. You do a you do a great job of covering that state meet to have that many kids. I don't know how you get them all in, uh, interviewed. You may have to bring an army up there to help you. But. Uh, Boy, that's, uh, that's an incredible group, and, and all of them have a, have a legit shot if it shouldn't be there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The interesting thing this year, again, will be they're going to run part of the state meet 1A, 2A on Friday, the 3A, 4A portion on Saturday, so it's going to be difficult. Uh, to be able to get any of us up there for the Friday portion, we kind of ran into that problem last year with the uh, you know football playoffs and and with everything else that uh, we have to do on a, a normal Friday, it's it's difficult uh, to be able to slip away. But we'll do our best to try and get up there, and then we'll, of course we'll cover whoever uh, you know advances and runs on Saturday. So just want to apologize. I know we're going to have some fans frustrated with us, but uh, you know it, it's that time of the year where. You know, it's just difficult to be able to get to everything. But uh, it's been a great year uh, for cross country so far. Jeff, want to bounce back to last weekend. Uh, Kemper Volleyball um, went up to the Hampton-Dumont tournament, claimed a championship that day going 4-0 and in pool play. And then uh, knocking off a good South Harden ball club um, in, in the semifinals and then got a rematch. Well, the Webster City team that they had to win in three against, uh, you know, in the championship, and they go out and get the sweep, so uh, congratulations to them. They're they're really starting to put things together.
0: You know, I think it all stems back to that Glenwood game where you and I called. Uh, they were up big in game one, um, really, really should have had it, lost that, lost game two, and had to dig deep, but somewhere in that, they grew. Um, and then came out and just handled the Lewis Central team, and I, I think that you're going to look back. That was the turning point for this team. Uh, and, and they really are doing things well. I think I think it caused them to focus. Uh, they did not want to lose homecoming at home. Uh, they, they focused in and they're all doing their jobs now and doing it really, really well. And this is a Kemper team that we thought we would see at the beginning of the year. It's all finally clicking. And boy, if you're going to have it, do it. And this is the time of year to do it in.
1: Yeah, it absolutely is. They host Harlan tonight. Um, They've already clinched at least a share of the Hawkeye 10 Conference Championship. Tonight would be their last Hawkeye 10 Conference matchup. So if they win this one tonight, they're the outright champions. Uh, And it also would depend on how Lewis Central does to close out. But Lewis Central right behind them with just the one loss. So um, very, very, uh, this is a rivalry matchup. So even though Harlan comes in, Jeff, maybe sitting middle of the back of the conference tonight. Certainly can't look past him. (laughs)
0: <laughs> they're not going to give Kemper anything, uh, you know. They hardly will do anything they can do to beat the town of Carroll, let alone Kemper. So I would expect a tough match, uh, but but Kemper's the, the more talented team, uh, you know. Regardless how you want to do it, uh, they, they they just are are loaded and look really good. Uh, so I think you know give Kemper the edge here, and and they should uh, they should be able to handle this and and uh, get that conference title, and then the next step's right around the corner.
1: And uh, we mentioned here a couple of weeks ago that Ashlyn Bading went over, uh, you know, became the all-time assist leader at Kemper. They they had another record setter, Sophie Bading, uh, became the all-time blocks leader uh, up at uh, Kemper. So uh, what, a, what a tremendous uh, career she's had, Jeff, and, and really has taken blocking to another level here this season.
0: Yeah, and did I read? Is she lead the state in blocks as well? Yes. Yeah, I just... Uh... You know, just one of those kids that's kind of fun to be around. You know, I've done a little coaching with her, like on the side uh, in, in the spring a little bit. Um, very receptive. Uh, I remember trying to teach her how to pass. That was always fun. Um, but she's, uh, she's one of those kids that likes to learn and, and really focuses in on that. And, boy, you can see she's, she is concentrated on that block, and she is good at it. Uh, I can see her playing uh, a right side with that block in college.
1: She's she's got that much talent. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And it's going to be interesting to see what she decides to do uh, if she wants to go play next level. But I think right now for Kemper, their main focus is win tonight, they got Sergeant Bluff-Luton coming in on Thursday night, uh, and then they'll head into the postseason. We're going to talk postseason here in just a moment, uh, but uh, there's a match tonight. We're not going to be able to get to it. We didn't have it scheduled originally at the beginning of the year when we put together our broadcast schedule, and it's played out that it's now going to be the Rolling Valley Conference Championship match, but we already had a full slate on the schedule for tonight already, uh, but Glenn Ralston, uh, we've talked about them a little bit here the last uh, few weeks. They host Cam and Ida tonight, uh, both coming in undefeated in the conference, so the, the winner uh, will be the conference champion. Jeff Storion is planning on going over tonight to be able to shoot photos of that, so we'll have some of his great photo work coming up uh, on the, the website, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and everything coming up you know later tonight and tomorrow, and again, those are free downloads, so anybody can go on and just download those for free free um and stuff so and, and thanks to Jeannie kirkoff for for sponsoring that coming up tomorrow night but um Jeff Glidden, I, I really like the way this team plays in the back row. Tyler Jansen's had a really good year. Summer Toms, Ashlyn Tiggis in that back row, and then you had the girls that play all the way around. Uh, it starts for them kind of in the middle of Lauren Holzing and Vanessa Kaler, but you got great outside hitter in Paige Clucky as well. Addie Bell setting extremely, extremely well for them this year. Just a talented team that has kind of put it all together here in the second year under head coach Krista Bunt.
0: Well, you know, they have been doing things right for a number of years there. Uh, you know, they started – there's a ton of those little kids programs and, and, uh, you know, they actually teach them really well, uh, teaching the fundamentals. So these kids are coming in there with really good fundamentals. Then you have a coach that's that's doing a good job of just, just polishing those fundamentals and, and running good schemes. And I think she's doing a great job of, of running schemes that fit that team. You know, not, not every scheme fits, uh, the personnel you have, but she's doing a great job with that group. And, you know, I, it doesn't surprise me that they're they're up there in the leaders of the conference. Actually, uh, at this point from here on out, I think I kind of expect them to be. They've got the athletes, and they've got really good coaching. So um, really, really nice job this year, and I uh, just hope they were able to, uh, you know, on their draw, do a pretty good job when here comes here on the state tournament title. But uh, good luck tonight and get that conference title.
1: Absolutely. And you mentioned the draw for the playoffs. Uh, I don't know if everybody aware that the playoffs do get underway this coming Monday, so we are last then a week away uh, from the playoffs. I'll just kind of run through uh, the matchups in the opening round for everybody and, and, and a little bit on, on and maybe some of the matchups for everybody down the road. But um, on Monday, uh, Class 1A Region 2, Audubon is going to be hosting Nottoway Valley. Coon Rabbit's baird will go to Griswold in Class 1A in Region 3. Peyton Sheridan is at Newell Fonda. Arweva goes up to Fort Dodge to take on St. Edmund. Glidden Ralston, we mentioned those guys here a moment ago, they're going to be hosting Storm Lake St. Mary's. Um, Class 2A Region 2, ESAC opens up at home with Maple Valley, Antonoto, Charter Oak Ute, and Ikea Mannings on the road at AHS Tevoca Walnut. Coming up next Tuesday, October the 18th, the Carroll Tigers, uh, they're in Class 4A in Region 3. Uh, they will open up at home against uh, Storm Lake and then some of the other matchups, teams that had buys in that opening round. You've got uh, Class 2A Region 2 next Wednesday uh, October the 19th South Central Calhoun. They get West Monona uh, up at uh, Lake City in the opening round and for the Kimber Knights they have to wait a winner uh, of a game that's going to be played on uh, Monday night. Uh, they'll play either Panorama or Underwood uh, coming up on Monday night. And I will say that I don't generally they root too much, um, but I'm pulling for Underwood to be the team to play uh, against Kemper. Uh, Liz Stein, former Audubon coach, of course, down at Underwood now, so it'd be kind of fun to get to see uh, her go up against Kemper and get a chance to catch up with Coach Stein.
0: Yeah, it's always fun catching up with our our old coaches that've been around, and uh, you know, I we listen to the draws. I like the first round draws um, for for Glidden Ralston. Um, I like I like Audubon you know all the all the teams i think it's just when you get in there who's on the who's on the other side of the bracket or in that bracket and, yep um i think there's you know you and i talked there's some tough teams in those brackets especially in 1A when you have so many teams they scatter you around but um you know are with new Fonda, that's a tough draw for them but uh again it's playoffs it's it's you know anything can happen so good luck to everybody i think it should be fun here when playoffs hit
1: yeah, I think Glidden Ralston set up to make a nice run, Jeff. We've talked a lot about Audubon, and not that they can't make a nice run, but uh, uh, the tough break for them. Um, they get in Ottawa Valley, which should be a pretty good match for them in the first round, but uh, they've already played Ankeny Centennial once this year. They're waiting for them uh, in the other half of the bracket. Ankeny Centennial. Uh, made Ankeny it to Christian. Ankeny Christian, yeah, Sorry, Ankeny Christian. Um, they made state last year and were really young. They've got all those kids back. They've only got a couple of losses on the years. So 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 um, as good as this Audubon team is, won't be favored in that match is all I'm going to say. Not saying they can't go there and win it. They competed against them in the tournament they saw them in earlier this year up at Madrid. But uh, that's a tough draw for them.
0: Yeah, a very tough draw. They'll, you know, Again, it's a, it's a team that's really improved since they've played them, but a uh, t- tough spot to be in.
1: And uh, for Esack County, um, winnable game against Maple Valley, Anthony Chartero Charter, Oak second round, they'll get a Ridgeview team that they've seen uh, this year up at the uh, South Central Calhoun's Master Blaster Tournament, uh, and then we could, we'll could we we'll get a rematch probably more than likely in that uh, regional semifinal, because uh, um, if ESAC advances past Maple Valley and then plays against Ridgeview, um, the winner of that ESAC-Ridgeview game more than likely gets a really, really good South Central Calhoun team that's playing outstanding. They clinched our, or will play New Fonda coming up Thursday night for the outright uh, Twin Lakes Conference Championship. We'll talk about that here in a second, but uh, we'll get either South Central Calhoun against either ESAC or Ridgeview uh, and South Central of course has seen both of those teams this year going 1-0 and against ESAC County knocking them off last Thursday and then uh, 1-1 and against Ridgeview opened up the season getting swept by them but then played really really well beating them up their Master Blaster tournament at Rockwell City about a week and a half to two weeks later
0: yeah well, I think South Central is playing a lot better volleyball than they were at that point too so again I like, I like their chances uh, and then, you know, you and I talked about tennis as well, I think I like theirs as well. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I do too, Uh, and we're going to pot Jeff down here for just a second. A lot of noise uh, there in the background. We'll turn him back up here in just a moment. He he mentioned the Knights. Uh, The Knights, again, get either Panorama or Underwood in the opening round. They get a host of that game, Uh, and then they'll play either Trainer or ACGC uh, coming up in their second-round matchup also at home. Um, Jeff, uh, I'm going to pot you back up here. Um, The Missouri Valley match, probably the one that uh, is going to be that match. Match for Kemper to go to State. Missouri Valley ranked in the top 10 right now, uh, probably the top team in a, in a highly underrated wick. Uh, but uh, I will tell you, I like Kemper's matchup in that one.
0: Well, you know, I do too, and I think didn't Audubon play Missouri Valley last night?
1: Yes, and, and yep, and ended up You know, and swept. they played them
0: pretty well. And I, I, This Kemper team, and I, I, I'm going to step back again, I think that Glenwood match was the, the match that we're going to step back to and say, okay, that was the turning point. Uh, right now, I don't
1: think anybody wants to be playing Kepper. No. No, I think they're playing probably better than they have all season long. So that's just kind of a, a brief look at the playoffs, of course, next was, Tuesday.
0: I'm sorry, I, I, I
1: missed Carol. Did you get to Carol? One? Oh, yeah. We, we Carol. they open up with, uh, again, uh, Storm Lake uh, next uh, Tuesday, uh, or next Wednesday, excuse me, and then if they win, they head over to North Polk in the second round.
0: And a team that uh, is in the conference and beat them, and North Fork's playing really good volleyball. Uh, you know, tough tough draw. But again, you're, you're again all you have to do is is win that one and you're at state. So, uh, you know, Carol Carol has the talent. They just have you know they get into a rut. So it'd be interesting to see if they if they have one of their matches where they finally play like like I think they can. Uh, you know, I think they can play with just about anybody.
1: I totally agree, and I'm looking forward. I get to go over to ADM tonight and and cover that matchup on the road tonight for the Tigers. I've seen them a few times this year, but haven't had a chance to broadcast them yet. We're going to step away, take a break. Jeff and I will be back with more of Rewind right here, brought to you by St. Anthony Rehabilitation Services.
0: As the athletes at your house prepare for hard work and fun of the season, remember that St. Anthony Rehab Services provides physical therapy for any sports injury that may sideline your member of the team. Sports injuries can plague kids of all ages and keep them from playing the sport they love. Athletes will be under the direct supervision of a certified and licensed healthcare professional in the newly renovated sports performance facility. If an injury is keeping your athlete out of the game, call St. Anthony Rehabilitation Services at 794-5000 for sports injury and treatment rehab.
1: We welcome you back on this Tuesday morning to Sports Rewind. Everything you need for your project, that's what you can expect from uh, Carol Lumber. Whether it's putting up a new deck or refurbishing an old one, Carol Lumber can help. Painting the house or installing new cabinets, uh, Carol Lumber can help. And replacing old windows or laying new tile, you guessed it, uh, Carol Lumber can help. Of course, no matter the project, Carol Lumber can help you. Carol Lumber with locations in Wall Lake Lakeview. And Oda Boat. Uh, Jeff Blankman, Jeff Honnold with you here on Rewind this morning. And Jeff, uh, we've got to move into football now. Um, we're heading into week number eight, final week of the regular season for everybody except for the Carroll Tigers. And we're going to start with the Carroll Tigers. Uh, tough one for them last week, uh, falling fourteen to nothing to MOC Floyd Valley. Um, they, they, they tell you what? They they got into MOC Floyd Valley territory five times last week, unable to get any points on the board. And now, Jeff, they can't really afford to lose out. Since uh, behind four teams in the district, but only a game back. Uh, another loss probably knocks them out of the playoffs as they head to Sioux Center this week. Tell me
0: who's going to win this district and what, what's all involved in this district, because it's upside down. I mean, it's every Somebody beat somebody.
1: Yeah, you've got uh, right now MOC Floyd Valley, Sergeant Bluff, Luton, Sioux Center, and Bishop Helin all at two and one in the district, with the Carroll Tigers sitting at uh, one and two. So, like I said, uh, you know this district's still there for the grab, but uh, it can't afford any more slip-ups right now. No, and you
0: know you just look at that district, and it, everybody is even. Uh, you know, everybody except Boyden, Hall, Rock Valley is, is at the bottom, but. Boy, everybody's even in this district, and, uh, you know, Carol, I really thought they'd win by two points at least this week and uh, didn't get it done, but, you know, they're as good as anybody in the district, I expect them to uh, put up a fight and have a good
1: shot playoff. Absolutely. Uh, Certainly not out of it uh, right now, that is for sure. Got to talk Kemper Knights. They cruised down at trainer. I think everybody kind of anticipated that winning 42-7. to seven. Uh, They'll now take on Knights moved up to number 4 in the latest AP rankings yesterday. Um, they host number 3 Underwood District Championship undefeated regular season. All on the line. I really like this Kemper Ball Club, uh, but they're going to be taking on a really good club, uh, a team that a lot of people expected to be at the Dome, I think coming up on Friday night. So I think we're going to learn a lot about both of these teams coming up friday night jeff
0: i think we learned a lot about kemper uh last week uh you know everybody was asking is kemper this good boy everything i saw with them yes they're that good they can do whatever they want but they went against a pretty good trainer team and handled them um so that tells me a lot but this team is really good and uh you're going to see two teams uh friday night that's really going to battle and uh i I, I like their chances. They you know they they just have talent. They have a heck of a defense. I mean that defense is stifling. You know it's it's going to be one of those uh, very close games, probably come down to the wire type thing.
1: East SAC County, as we kind of roll through football here. Uh... Nice win over Maple Valley, Anthony Noda, Charter Oak Ute winning it 21-14 to on Friday. Made a defensive stand in the closing minute, minute and a half of the game to hold on to the win. They now host West Monona, win by the Raiders, and they're in the playoffs, Jeff. And we're planning on picking that game up, as our regional game will explain here in just a moment. But that's going to be our third broadcast. It'll be on KKRL coming up on Friday night.
0: Yeah, congratulations. Thank between them and our Weeva, probably have had the two toughest schedules the last two years, uh, and and just it's just murder's row. And they got through that and uh, kept their heads up and got that nice win. Now they've got a chance uh, against West Monona to pick up one more win or West Harrison and get that win. And uh, you know you're you're right there. You're, you're you're two wins, and you know people might laugh that they get two wins in their class. That's another week of practice. It's another week of meaningful practice trying to do something. Uh, to build a young team, so that's a that's a big deal for them.
1: And the reason why we're picking up the ESAC game on Friday night, we were originally scheduled to do Arweva. Uh, found out yesterday morning at about 9.30 or so when I talked with the folks over at Arweva about coming over, uh, we were not able to announce at the time they wanted to get together with their team on uh, last night uh, before any announcement was made. But uh, they are they are canceling the rest of the season. Uh, Jeff, they ended up losing to St. Mary's up at Remsen last week, 75 to nothing. But that's not what it was. They've had so many injuries here. The last couple of weeks, they don't have enough players to really put a, 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 a to field a team uh, coming up. So they're they're not going to play against Newell Fonda now coming up, and will not play a Week Nine game. So sad to see it happen with the Arweva season coming into an end.
0: Yeah, and you know you hate to say it this way, but you, you don't want to be short-handed playing anybody, but especially Newell Fonda. Um, but again, that's not why it happened. I, I know I know these people, these kids, and, and you know they're willing to play anybody bring it on anytime anywhere but you know sometimes the adults have to step in like they did and say you know this is this is a safety concern we need to we need to hold back here
1: yeah absolutely and then two other teams want to hit on here quick as we're winding down on time uh south central calhoun gets beat last friday at home 49 to 20 by woodward granger they will fall to the three seed in that to district they will qualify for the playoffs they're already locked into that uh but gonna have to travel in the opening round and jeff another one of our teams ought to have had a chance uh they led it at halftime against west harrison on the road friday night ended up giving up a safety in the third quarter got outscored 14 to six then uh in the fourth quarter they fall 35 to 26. a win would have tied them for the district lead the loss drops them they're now locked in as the three seed they will go into the playoffs but uh, not the way they wanted to see this season go
0: well no and you know you think about this audubon ball club these are kids that you know may saw some some action but they were behind really talented groups the last two three years so they haven't seen a lot of varsity action so It's taken them a little bit to kind of get their legs underneath them and get going. But they're starting to get her figured out here. And, uh, uh, you know, they're going to be a dangerous team coming up here into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, they certainly will be. And the playoff pairings are going to be released on Saturday morning. We'll let everybody know um, where our local teams are headed. Uh, And again, Carroll High has two more regular season games. Everybody else wraps up the regular season coming up uh, this Friday night. Now, if you don't qualify for the playoffs, you can still pick up a Week 9 game. And I've had conversations uh, pretty much with all of our area football coaches. Got one left to talk to uh, and kind of find out what they're planning on doing for Week 9. Won't announce anything until after we know for sure, but kind of know where everybody's leaning right now. Jeff, one thing I do want to take the last about two or three minutes we have here. Um, We have got the date solidified now for our volleyball and football all-rewind festivities that we've been doing for about the last... Five or six years now, minus the year that COVID kind of knocked it out. But uh, um, Sunday, November the 6th, uh, we are going to be hosting our annual All-Star festivities. Uh, again, it'll be up at Carroll High School. Um, we'll have the event going on from about 12.30 or so till probably sometime around 2.30, 3 o'clock. We'll see how long it lasts. But uh, again, um, we're going to have a volleyball All-Star game for the seniors. And again, that is an NCAA and state rule. Only the seniors can participate in the volleyball All-Star. All-star game. Um, anybody, uh, freshmen all the way up to juniors, can participate in any of the other activities that we have. And this year, we're going to have a, a serving contest. It will be for uh, um, the soft or the volleyball girls. We're going to have. We're going to let the boys hit a little bit. We'll have a hitting contest for both the, the girls and the boys. And we're going to have a football throwing competition. The football boys, and unlike last year where we kind of threw it together late and just had a couple of pails for them or buckets for them to try and throw things in, we're having something built um, where we're going to wheel it out there and it's going to have different sized holes worth a different amount of points, and it'll be really stable. Um, so the, the football throwing contest will be much improved this year as we had a year to plan for it <laughs> and and get ready. But uh, again, coming up Sunday, November the sixth, this coming Monday. Um, We will make the announcement uh, on who is all being invited. uh, And then the Tuesday, um, right before the 6th, so that'd be November the 2nd, uh, we'll announce the All Rewind football and All Rewind volleyball teams. But looking forward to this, it's a lot of fun. We'll have an award ceremony to wrap up the day where um, all the kids and coaches honored will get T-shirts and and a certificate uh, for the outstanding season. So again, it's a free event. It's open to the public. It's just kind of our way of uh, thanking and congratulating the coaches in the area kids on the outstanding years that they've had
0: yeah you know always a fun event and uh it's a tight window that you have between in basketball and, and uh the end of the fall season and you still got football going on and uh so you always put it right there when i'm trying to take a vacation dang it but uh again it's it's a fun time and uh i'm gonna miss it this year but uh it should be should be a lot of fun. I look forward to seeing uh, all the pictures of the of the happiness.
1: Yeah, we're kind of doing it right in between the end of the the state volleyball s- season and and then right towards the be- you know towards the middle right before everybody heads to the dome uh, for the football season. As you said, um, we've had it before in years past where we've had girls basketball teams playing on nights we've had football teams playing at the dome. So we got to try to fit it in, uh, you know, before basketball really gets going. And and so that means that we have to kind of try to do it before maybe the fall sports season completely winds down yeah
0: yeah you you, it's hard hard to think of it that way but it and then you got you know there's some kids that play uh some club sports and some traveling stuff so that that's kicking in as well so it's just a tight window that you have to put that in and uh you know these kids are so busy you can't you can't just say i'm gonna do it on a saturday or sunday anymore it's 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 full so should be fun i i wish i was going to be around but uh i'm I'm needing a little time away from you,
1: yeah, well, I'm okay with that, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, thanks for joining us here today. I know you're down there still working right now and stuff, uh, but appreciate yeah, you I hope, taking I the, the time. trucks
0: weren't too loud. I was shuffling trucks around and dropping corn off, and, uh, playing farmer today it's kind of a kind of an odd. i don't usually crop farm but help my uncle out a little bit today. yeah
1: no not a problem there was only the one time where all of a sudden i couldn't really hear you and all i could hear was what you were trying to do so that's uh that's why uh we ended up potting you down for a second but uh, appreciate you joining us and that's gonna do it i got to call a coach here in about four minute four minutes to, to get an interview for the game coming up on friday night so we're gonna wrap up kcim rewind for this week Jeff Handel joining us again. Thanks, everybody, for joining us here on KCIM support Rewind. Again, we'll have a podcast coming up here yet this morning.